The views and opinions heard on PS You Got This are being expressed by the hosts and guests. Yet does not necessarily reflect everyone's thoughts, ideas, and opinions. Any content provided by our hosts and slash or guests are of their opinion and are not intended to offend any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual or anyone or anything. The content and discussion in this podcast will necessarily engage with topics, news, current events, and things we choose to talk about every week. If you feel offended or triggered by our opinions, let us know why and we can have a conversation. Thank you. Enjoy. Okay. All right, Pierce Interverse. It is Sunday evening once again, and you got PSU you got this. And returning with us is JD from his anniversary break. We got some things to talk about tonight, and I'm not sure where the direction we're gonna go in, but we're gonna start off with um, JD's got a brand new game review for WrestleMania, uh, Retro Mania, um, through an um, independent game developer, and we're gonna let him start off with that. So, what's going on there, brothers? All right, so with that. You know, I've just been playing Retromania. Um, our guest, Mike Carmen from Retro Studio, RetroSoft Studios, hooked me up with the game. He put me in as an official reviewer, official press beta tester. So he gave me the beta code and the uh, game this weekend, like, like a day or so before it came out. So I've been playing it since then. It wasn't too bad. I, and, I'm you also, uh, and you're also going to be what? doing a um, video game review on your YouTube channel, right? Right, that's uh, youtube.com slash Iceman24360. If anybody wants to look it up, the video review will be there, but this is just the verbal review, audio review. Right. So y'all got any so questions? What did, he, what did he want you to review about the game? I mean, it's a beta game. Is that the whole idea? Because I know he, uh, we ha- he had uh, Retromania before, so what is this whole um, new concept, or, or is it something different? It is something different, and you just got the two crossed. Uh, Pro Wrestling X is... Still in beta. I said retro, retro mania. Right. Remember before right. Um, he talked about retro mania. So um, I was asking, retro is it something different? Came, I mean, this got released on February 26th worldwide via Steam, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, uh, Switch, and Arcade will be coming later. Okay. So now you got the beta game, but the game has already been released. So, I mean, that's what I'm asking. What's the difference there? What what I'm asking, well, I get what you're asking me. I've got the full game, but he put me in the beta tester program for like future content. Like, okay. I got you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the game's fully released. Everybody can buy it. It's uh, $25 right now on Steam on sale, but normally it's 30. So, all right. Yeah. And everything's built out. I've got a few questions. Oh, but, oh, sorry, Rob. Um, but everything's built on the eight-bit system, right? Or sixteen-bit? Sixteen-bit. Sixteen-bit. So it's like the old-style um, video games. Because I know we talked to uh, we had him on an interview one time, and he talked about you know bringing back the classics and you know keeping the kind of style and that feel and everything like that. That's exactly what it is. Uh, right. You may may have remember playing like WrestleFest in the arcades back in your childhood, maybe. Right. Did you ever play it? Yes. Did you like it? I mean, I, I played a lot of games. I, if I didn't like them, I wouldn't play them. So, yeah, I guess I would like them. Uh, I'll say the idea is, like, he didn't well, I mean, build it on, like, you know, brand new technology and, you know, say yeah. there are graphics, but it's built on, you know, the familiar feel of the old days. It is a straight arcade brawler. Um, it even has a little pop-up. You know, remember the little yellow hand that 
told you to tap the button on the arcade. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got that in there. Oh, cool. Now, Brian, what were you going to ask? Okay. Um, uh, what I was going to say was, so I've seen the YouTube video uh, when he posted it up, you know, where he was playing a game and stuff like that. Right. And giving a commentary, all right? And the game looks pretty cool, I have to say. It brings back uh, for all the, all the uh, arcade heads out there. Kind of gives right. that retro arcade type feel. Retro retro arcade 2D. Um, I want to say 2D uh, Super Mario Grand Theft Auto type feel to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like I said, the 16 bit, yeah. Type bit, but it's more of like the in style of like the old 16 bit arcades, like the back in the day, like Superstars, Wrestle right, yeah. Contra, Contra, and Double Contra, Dragon, WrestleMania, Double Dragon. In fact, Street Fighter, Streets fact, of Rage. Here's what's so funny about it Technos of Japan made Double Dragon, right? Right. They also made WrestleFest and they gave the blessing to Mike Harmon. To go ahead and uh, make the sequel to Wrestlefest. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's got the old like technos of Japan feel. Like, yeah, I know. We, I remember we talked to him about it. He said we were talking about oh, the old wrestling games and the old fighting games, and he mentioned a lot of the um, stuff from the old days, you know, from Japan and everything. How it was different, you know, um, feeling fighting, the graphics, the moves, and everything. So we talked about a lot about you know K One Arena. You know, those kind of games and shit like that. We had, we had a lot of conversations about that. Yep, yep. If you like WWF Raw on Super Nintendo, you will absolutely love this because it's like that kind of grappling system, but except for you had to try to win the grapple versus back. Yeah. You I got you. just right to win that thing. And when you win that thing, it feels so spectacular. As far as mode goes, it's got story mode. It's got... 10 pounds of gold, which 10 pounds of gold is, you remember the uh, arcade mode like on WrestleFest when you went for the championship, and it's the gold of the next match, you know that thing? Right, right. That's what that is. You win that, and then it's like a gauntlet kind of thing. Like I put, I'll describe it like this. You know Mortal Kombat where you did the test your might thing? Yes, yes. And you went up to see the tower thing as you was fighting or whatever? Right. It's kind of like that. It's like that, sort of. Okay, um, i got to ask, though, mm-hmm. just out of curiosity, is there anything like story mode on there, my career mode, or is it just yes. a straight-up brawl? Huh? There's story mode. I'll give you a little glimpse of the story mode, okay? When you click on story mode, it takes you to this little cutscene where you're playing as Johnny Nitro. You remember Johnny Nitro from yes. WWE? You're playing as him as a guy named, call, or no alternate character called Johnny Retro. You saw him Okay. Going. All yeah. right, so you're talking to Stevie Richards in the first cutscene, and it's like text dialogue and all that stuff. And then he's trying to get you back to rehab after you injured yourself through his pit. Uh, and so that's how the story starts. I won't give too much more than that. That's a, that's a not a bad idea, not a bad concept for story, because most stories you start off as a rookie, work your way up. But now if you actually come in as a regular wrestler and working your way up from rehab, that's a that's a really good concept. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a good concept. It's very interesting. I'm stuck on the tag team match right now, so haven't beat that yet, but I'm working on it. Now, as far as achievements goes, they got a YouTuber named uh, 616 Entertainment to right. the achievements. And you remember Spider-Man 1, how Macho Man Randy Savage was in there? 
I think so. I, I, you talking about, about the movie, the movie Bone Saw, right? Where he played Bone Saw in right. Spider Man One, right? Well, there's a little achievement that I haven't unlocked yet. It's kind of hard to do. You've got to do it in under three minutes, right? And it's the achievement caught my eye because it says Bone Saw is ready. And you got to be cage match in three minutes. I'm like, I can't do this. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, it's hard, but it's fun. Then you've got the Retro Rumble, which is like 16 guys in a ring on Mackley. And I have not won that yet. It's hard. Whew. There is no creative player because he hasn't developed that yet. But right, right, right. It takes them enough interest, they might put it in there. Well, like, like I said, I know it's not. I know it's not built on the um, you know, the you know the high tech graphics and all that. It's built on the 16, 16 bit technology, which keeps it pretty much fun and you know, like old school stuff. Yep. So yeah, that's for all those older. That's for all those um old game heads, you know. That well, I'm like, an old game head, but I like the new shit though. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying like just for yeah. those people, like, I'm getting that. For those type of people that you said nostalgia, you know. Oh yeah, today, definitely, definitely nostalgia. That's why it's called Retromania. The reason it was delayed on consoles, why you can't find it on Xbox, PS4, and uh, iCade, or Arcade, or it's called iCade or something. It's one of those things. And um, you can't find it on Switches because of the certification process where he had to delay it a little bit. It was done, supposed to be out earlier, but he had delayed a little bit to work on some things, work some issues out. And oh, so I, that, you know, it delayed the certification process, but it will be on the consoles and you can buy it. I would highly recommend it because Rev, you would absolutely love it. You'd have a ball. Well, I, like I said, and I would on, buy it. You know, for thirty bucks, that's not too bad. No, yeah. like I no, said, me, my, my gaming experience is you know limited to you know things I actually want to play. I mean, yeah, I've seen the, I've seen the we talked before. I've seen the trailers. I've seen all the stuff, read all the information. I'm like, it looks fun, but I, you know, I don't want to play anything you know other than what I want to play nowadays. Like I finished a couple games. I haven't. I'm sitting around waiting because I'm thinking about getting myself into Red Dead 2 right now, but I'm still putting that on, you know, a back burner. But, yeah, well, I, I get the idea of playing it. Right. Well, let's put it this way. When you beat the uh, 10 pounds of gold match after you beat the tower, it starts you over from the bottom as the champion, and you got to go up through the ladder and defend it. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, well, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then in yeah, the mode, if you play as the champion that you won the title with, you can defend your title that way. I didn't know how to do it, but it said I defended it and I got an achievement for it. It's pretty cool. Right. But yeah, he's been listening to the fans and working with the community as a whole. He even tells you email him directly. He'll talk to you. So that's how right. I got him on the yeah, show. Yeah. Like I said, we yeah. talked to him before. Yeah, real, real, real friendly guy. Real friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been talking over email and I didn't know how to do the finisher. So he sent me like a whole huge list on how to do this. So I was like, oh, all right, cool. 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 Instead of me, I'm going to watch back videos. But nah, um, I think it's pretty cool that, you know, I guess you got this listed as the official press for the game, which right. is, but I'm the one out here doing it. But hey, you know, it's cool. I appreciate it. It comes over to update to let you know. You let everybody else know. Right. Yeah. Appreciate it. You know, that's that shows you that PSU got this is moving up in the world for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely on our way out there. Um, yeah, now, definitely. I've got something. Yeah, I'm working on a new project. I, I, on give, 
I got to support of the game, but I mean, if y'all want to ask me some more questions, sure, go for it. Uh, I I don't have anything else. I mean, I was pretty. Much I don't a- have anything else other than I can't wait to try it. Well, the com it has commentary on there as well. I mean, the commentary sounds like sort of a mix of NBA Jam, like that kind of you. thing. What they're going with. It's not the repetitive Michael Cole crap that you hear in the current day WWE. Yeah. Right. Nah. I will throw that out there. But my well, final score on the game, honestly, if I had to rate it from fun factor to everything, I'm just going to go straight giving it a 10 because it's, it's definitely a nostalgic trip and it it'll get your blood pumping. Like I, like I said, I was playing it and my, cr- my hands literally started cramping. From wow. tapping it, I was like tap, 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 trying to kick out my controller. I swear, my Xbox controller sounded like an arcade thing. I was like, tap, 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 tap. <laughs> it was fun, but my hands cramped. I had to email Mike back and I told him, I said, LOL, my hands are cramping. Thanks, that's pretty fun, <laughs> <laughs> like that, you know. But that challenge in there because some people forget, you know, so we wait, waiting right. on just right. push one button and do 10 things, you actually got to maneuver and do things on this game. Yeah, yeah, and, and and you know you could actually get carpal tunnel from that, but hey, it'd be worth the carpal tunnel, right? <laughs> right, right. But your nostalgia senses kick in, like you're like, I can't play it like the WWE. I got to go, you know, tap tap tap. Like, you know, it's like that. Gotcha. You really had to struggle to win the grapple. I mean, you really have to do it. it that's what's amazing about it. So. It's YouTuber Gaseous Clay is up and running. I've decided to go into the whole, you know, bus fanning version of uh, rail fanning. You know, as I film buses as they go about go about their day to day, and I've recorded several audio clips of each bus that I've ridden on whatever route that I've been on. Right, and I've been doing that over the last couple of days. Um, I'm going to go hard with that, you know, it's gotten me so far an extra, um, an extra seven subscribers, you know. Yeah, I guess there's a fan base out there for that. Um, you say it's, um, rail fanning? Yeah, yeah, it's similar to rail fanning, but it's bus fanning. So, I mean, what the idea is, um, people will just, um, videotape, um, trains or buses and... Yeah, video, yeah video, trains, buses, whatever, you know, as Are they, they actually by. on these... Oh, no, they're going by, so they're actually not on them. I mean, well, in rail fanning, they're videoing video the train as it goes by. And then, like, one dude that I follow, he actually films as he's on the bus. Me, okay. as I'm on the bus, I record, you know. I do right. the audio clip, and then I'll take a picture, and I add it with the audio clip. And I've been using this app, wonderful app called My Movie, to do it. Gotcha. You know, I tried the uh, video editor app. I can't. I can only. I can add audio, but I cannot. You know, the music that I want to, or the type of audio I want to use, when I when I've audio recorded, it doesn't show up on there. So I use my movie, and my movie actually has all my audio recordings from whatever bus I've written out there. So I do it through my movie. So if you go back and you know listen to some of my audio recordings, and you actually see the my movie. Sorry, it's a picture kind of moves. You know. <laughs> But, you know, it is what it is, you know, enjoy it. And then I film buses as they've gone by, you know, throughout downtown, a little bit on my end of town, and a little bit, you know, up by um, uh, by a connector road on the 12th Street connector. I've done those three areas, you know. Um, it's pretty fun doing, you know, 
as I said before, it, get, it gives me an uh, extra seven subscribers. And, you know, I, I think I'm going to go forth with that from, you know, here on. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, some people may find it boring, but I think I find it cool. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like there's actually a fan base out there for a rail fanning, you know? Yeah, there is. Uh, right. There's several YouTube channels for it. Like, the biggest one that's got the most subscribers is Virtual Rail Fan. Um, where he actually had the live stream, you know, actually he had a live stream camera set up about, um, 30 minutes up the road from me in LaGrange, Kentucky at the corner of Kentucky State Routes 146 and 153, where the track goes right through the middle of downtown LaGrange and he, and it's, um, going 24 seven and trains come through there at different times of the day and it looks pretty cool when it go when it's going right through the center of town. Gotcha. Yeah, Rob, if you're wondering who dropped those random locks, that was me. Oh, okay, random. cool. Yes. Yeah, I didn't leave no comments. I've just been dropping locks as I go. Right. But, yeah, yeah. Um, the retro virtual thing. rail fan, you know, it's pretty cool to, you know, to do that. You know, I talked to him for a little bit, you know. Good deal. So, um, for the past few months, we've been talking a lot about different social media um, outlets, platforms, and everything like that. And JD talking about finding Rumble right now. Like I said, I tried Rumble about six months ago myself, and I really couldn't get into it. Um, it wasn't too, wasn't just that it was complicated or anything like that. It just it didn't seem like it was for me. But um, you know, what do you, what do you think about Rumble so far, JD? I haven't used it yet. I haven't uploaded anything. I just oh okay. okay. And I've been daily now. I like Daily Motion. I've been using there too as well. Daily Motion. Okay. And then I've used um, what's that other platform you're on? I can't think of it right now. Bitshoot. Bitshoot. Yeah, yeah. Bitshoot. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I need to upload more videos there. But uh, I've been trying to break myself away from actually doing YouTube videos and going to these other platforms and just trying it out there. Because well, see, know, my thing is like when I make my um, my videos, whatever I use, you know, uh, copyright music, whatever. But so it gets flagged or you know deleted or muted, whatever. And like never you take away the idea of you know what I'm trying to create. And I'm not doing it to create for money, whatever. I'm just doing it to create to have fun and share the experience. Like I made one recently. I did a um I was playing Need for Speed Payback and I had one of my cars. And Lightning McQueen was my um, skin on there, my my decal setup. And there was a bunch of cinematics. I recorded cinematics, and I recorded some cop chases. So I did a video of Radiator Springs After Dark, you know, like on cops and shit. So I put a video up, but I used a song from Ween. Um, and I know that if I try to put that on YouTube, it'll get flagged for that. But I put it on BitChute. It got a bunch of likes and everything, so people enjoy that stuff. And I'm like, so I yeah, enjoy I things like we, that. It was the Johnny Cash General Lee song. That was pretty funny. I don't know. Um, that actually wasn't a reboot. Um, um, I, <coughs> that was pretty cool. I, that that song's been around for years, though. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I just saw the video that you did with it, where you were doing the cop chases. You ran over well, no, a lot. My, yeah, that's my General Lee one. Um, I did a second one with um with Lightning and Queen from Cars. Hey, hey and that, that was pretty. Go ahead. What? Got a question for you. You uh, ran over a lot of trees. Do you have a problem with trees? Did they no, do something? The trees, no, they should get out of the way. <laughs> Right, right. They got to get out of the way. <laughs> like I said, I do those things for fun. You know, that's that's the whole idea behind yeah. it. But like I said, I enjoy BitChute because, you know, they don't flag me for it. They don't try to, you know, um, delete my video, mute it, whatever, because I'm using copyright. I'm like, I understand it's copyright music, but I'm not doing it to profit or make money from it. I'm just, you know, sharing the experience. That's all I'm doing. That's that's all I'm doing. Listen. And, I, and I thought about that over the weekend is there is like, 
tons of gamer videos on YouTube. Now, isn't a video game a copyright material? You know, I, I, there's so, gray area. There's like a gray area there. Well, I, what, what's the, what's the gray area? What's the gray area, though? I'm Nintendo, Nintendo flags you for using their music. If you you can play their game, right? But you cannot use the music because, like, if you use anything from Super Mario World, they're taking you down, brother. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, literally, like, there's like tons of, I mean, all all genres of video games on YouTube. People playing the video games for hours, you know, just playing the video game, and but they don't get flagged for it. But now, if I try to put up a video with that same, you know, audio, whatever, ice mine gets flagged. So it's like, I mean, I understand there might be a gray area, but it's just funny that video games have a different um, copyright system than the actual music or movies but or TV shows. Here it goes back to YouTube has changed, right? Since Susan Morjinsky took over, which is the main person over YouTube and whatever. Since right. she's over, things have changed. And that day that Logan Paul went to the Japanese dead forest, I guess you've heard of it, haven't you? Okay. Have you heard of the Japanese Dead Forest? No. Uh, I've not heard of it. Let me please explain then. Okay, so basically the Japanese Dead Forest is basically where Japanese people go in there to commit suicide. Okay. It's literal haunted forest. Okay. Japanese believe that people go in there to kill themselves and don't come back out. Well, Logan Paul decided, oh, this ain't real. This ain't real, right? He's a big famous YouTuber. And he went up there and made a mockery of the stupid thing. Went into the sacred forest, and, well, he caught a Japanese man hanging from a tree, dead. Wow. Yeah, and wow. uploaded to wow. YouTube and didn't give a crap. So it caused a big international uproar, and that's the day that YouTube changed their monetization system, brought this bad actor crap in there, brought everything, because I used to be a YouTube partner. I used to make money off of YouTube. I it, it, I made $25 back in the old days. When YouTube was more lighter than that. Right. But now, because of the bigger YouTubers, such as Logan Paul, um, Jake Paul, etc., they caused this big, huge uproar. And when they did, YouTube started going after the channels. I mean, they kicked it into take anything down that's offensive mode. Right? Oh, well, yeah. Well, I understand the offensive, but I'm talking about copyrights, though. Now, the copyright strike, that came from advertisers. Yeah, that's they, what I'm saying. It's like it just seems like there's a different um standard for video game users compared to people that upload movies or TV shows or you know copyright music. It seems like there's a big uh, there's a different standard for people to upload video games. Not necessarily, like because I've uploaded video game videos before back in the past before you all knew me before I went in depression and deleted all my videos, and I got copyrighted strike. So yeah, but, no, hey, but right now, but like I said, right now there's tons. <laughs> Of all the genres of video games on the YouTube, and you know they're got brand new is coming out all the time. So how how are they getting away with uploading their video games compared to someone uploading a song, you know, from Ozzy Osbourne? You know, so, so it's like I'm gonna tell you something, okay? There's a double standard when it comes to certain things. There's a there's guy everything. <laughs> there's a guy named Nostalgia Critic out there, okay? He does okay. nothing but upload to YouTube movie commentary. He commentates over movies, so you can watch a full movie, listen to his commentary and whatever. He doesn't get copyrighted strike. He did before, not, but he, he yeah, I tried that. And 
they 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 straight away flagged me the first day. Well, I uploaded commentary over Roadhouse, and I didn't get flagged. That was back in the day, though, before things changed. Because yeah. I wanted to okay, say, I was going to say this. Go ahead. All right, so. All right, so I just started. Remember, I told you I just started uploading videos, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I did a whole like photo collage of different things, like pictures of myself, um, pictures of uh, like along the Ohio River, you know, pictures of different buses I've taken, and I use my own music. I can't get copyrighted because you know I can tell yes, YouTube, your own music. I made right. that beat. It's my own music. Right. You can do right. covers and stuff now. Certain covers will get you, uh, what is it? We'll get you copyrighted. I mean, right, it's right. pins. But no, literally, I remember I told you I was using a program called FL Studio. Right. I'm trying to explain something, Rob. This right. guy named Jacksepticeye, right? He's a video yep. game reviewer. And he sung a song that was so close in pitch to the real song without using any copyrighted material that YouTube flagged him. And he made a big wow. joke. So, because he, it, it's like the pitch. I don't know what it was, but the pitch of the thing recognized he was singing a copyrighted song and got him copyrighted. It was so close. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Right, that is Tim's fickle, okay? Right. They're about as fickle as you can get. That's, why, that's why I enjoy BitChute, because I have none of those hassles. Right. You know, that's now, my right. thing is this. Remember I told you I use a program called FL Studio, right? I've told right. Jake this. I've told a couple other people this. I use FL Studio. I told you this. Okay. So that music that I use on my, if you go back and look at my photo collage and the music I put to it, that is one of my, that is one of my um, created um, pieces from FL Studio. All right. That's created myself. I did that myself. What I'm saying is, if you get too close to the real a beat of a real song, I don't care what it is. I mean, I'm just using this as an example. You know, YouTube can strike it. Right, that is that's, that's crazy. Like I said, bitch, you don't care. They can't. Yeah, bitch, you don't care about that. You know, right. I ain't trying to be. I ain't trying to monetize, make money for them. I just, you know, I like creating stuff and using music. That's that's my bottom line. That's that's all I do. I like to express right. myself to you know different forms of medium. And that's music is one of them, you know. Now they got the you know royalty free stuff, right. but it's nowhere close to being you know as fun as the good stuff. But here's here's my thing though. All right, now because that is my beat, if I catch anybody else and they use it, I can tell YouTube and they can copyright strike them because it's my stuff. That's Unless true. you own it, well, you got to prove that you own it though. That's the whole thing. I can get it copyrighted. Trust me, believe I can get that beat copyrighted if I wanted to. I just got to pay yeah. the right money for it. Right. There's a backdoor way to do it. I learned this in college. Um, there's a backdoor way to it. If you actually email it to yourself, it's a form of copyright. Um, um, I can't remember what it was, but it's a, it's a, it's a small, small portion of copyright thing. But it actually shows you a date stamp and you know ownership and stuff like that. But yeah, there's a, there's a. A small thing you can do for emailing it to yourself, it gives you a little bit of credibility for the copyright. Depends on, you know, like when you first create it, you should email it to yourself right away. That way you have a time stamp and everything. So you can do go, listen, I created this, you know, so-and-so months ago. Here's the date on there, you know, that kind of deal. But oh, yeah, that's, well, I also think my business dated, you know, July 9th of 2020 is when I created it. 
That's what yeah, I dated. Someone so, can I, say, but someone can say they they did it on you know the nineteenth or two nine you know, twenty nineteen. You know that whole idea. But I'm saying I learned that in college was when we learned about copyrights and royalties right. and shit like that. Um, the idea was if you email anything to yourself, it gives you a um a small small leg up on the copyright thing without having to pay for the whole copyright. But it doesn't work in everything, but it gives you a small small advantage. Okay, so if I emailed that, like went in there to like you know my where where's my music library or whatever. And I um, shared it, and I shared it to my Gmail, right? Right. I can, I can, I can copyright it like that. No, no, it's just a small, small advantage. You still got to pay oh, for the okay. copyright material itself. You got to, you know, go through the legal legwork and everything. But it's just a small, small advantage. Right. Well, um, since you learned about copywriting in college, how much do you think copywriting earns? Oh, I would. I, yes, that's for a whole different show. Because <laughs> I need prepared for that. Yeah, there is. Okay. Like I said, my thing, my thing has always been, like I said, trying to build my radio station. You know, whether it be underground or you know, sideways, outcast, whatever it is. Um, and the idea is, you know, like you know, good old DJs of the day, you playing music, you know, and it's not, it's somebody else's music, it's copyright music, but they get away with it. So I had to look into how do radio stations get away with playing music without being, you know, they got a thing. It's called the umbrella law. You know, it covers a lot right. of different um things with um, playing music and, you know, copyright stuff. So they they got a way for that. So, that, I mean, there's different um, avenues you go down to um, to look at for copyrights and royalties and what you want to use or buy. Because, you know, the whole idea was you're supposed to buy the music from somebody else. And people always have the misconception is, well, I bought the CD. Uh, now I own the music. No, you don't know. You just bought the CD. You, you bought that object. The music on there is still copywritten, you know, the whole nine yards. But you can actually right. go through channels or systems whatever and you know pay money for that music to be played then you have um, um a legal liability to be able to use that uh, music on anything you want you know we still got to pay for it though but oh, yeah the umbrella, okay. the umbrella thing covers a wide range of you know artists out there you know the content you know imagery digital media so that covers a lot of different things so that's what i'm still trying to look toward for is the umbrella thing itself where i can play music Without being flagged, you know that's the whole idea. Yeah, so I want to talk about something well, else. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll go get into that and I'll do my research on getting yeah. stuff copyrighted that way, so I don't have to worry about being copyrighted copyright struck. I can copyright strike somebody else. All right. Yeah, all right, definitely. Now, JD, before you get started, um, I gotta throw this out here because, like I said, um, I'm going on three weeks now. No, no social media. So I get the, you know, shit from, you know, different sources, which my old lady still, you know, Paul's Facebook, whatever. And I told her, I said, you're just going to hurt yourself when you do that, you know. But I heard some conspiracies over this week. And, and y'all, everybody knows that I do not sell y'all bullshit. I do not sell y'all conspiracies. You know, the aliens blew up the towers and, and you know, kidnapped JFK and, you know, this. I don't I don't do those conspiracies, but I heard some doozies over this week and I got to share them. And like I said, I know they're complete bullshit. I know they are, but I got to share these. Now, Mike Pence and his old lady, right, are somehow connected to a child trafficking sex ring. And Mike Pence is, um, has murdered a bunch of children through sex. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh. There's there's a there's a thing going around where Mike Pence was having sex with little kids and they would die after the sex. And it's somehow connected to something that happened in Indiana where these state troopers raped this little girl. And somehow Mike Pence was involved in that too. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, I can smell the I can smell the bullshit from a mile away. And then the big one for the week was um there is a huge huge conspiracy out there that the US government shut down the power grid to Texas. Everything else was mm, bullshit. Nah, yeah, I, I know. No, well, like I said, like I said, I don't sell the conspiracies. I just heard these things and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with it? so yeah, yeah. I'm like you Oh yeah. So yeah the conspiracy <laughs> is the US government oh, my God. to teach Texas a lesson. And I'm like it's called winter storm magic. No, I know, but but the whole but the whole idea is when the power grid went down, they blamed it on the wind turbine. They blamed it on this. They blamed it on that. But somehow, somehow, <clears throat> the U.S. government is behind this whole thing. Which means, you know, Joe Biden and his crew is behind this whole thing. They shut down the power grid to Texas <laughs> to, to prove a point. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> now here's the thing. Now here's the thing. Oh. I can't. I can't confirm or deny that because I have heard of situations like that before in the past in different countries, okay? So, but I just think that's kind of far-reached, but that, that conspiracy is out. Yeah, I think that's a bit far-fetched. That's pretty that's, out there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, and there was, that's um, what I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> now, this one, I, this one has been around for um, um, at least about a year now. Yeah, at least you know, hot topic for the year now. Um, is a lot of people are being told that the, the COVID vaccine causes sterilization. Okay, yeah. uh, I've heard that conspiracy for the past you know year. Oh, when the when the COVID vaccine comes out, it's going to make you know women sterile and men sterile. They're going to be able to reproduce and all this. And uh, I, 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 I got being on, on that COVID nineteen vaccine. Do what now? Do what now? I got something big on that. No. Okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So now, no. So I heard the conspiracies that the vaccine is going to cause sterilization. All right, to control population. You know, so we can't reproduce anymore. Blah blah blah. So I've heard that before. So now I sat here thinking. Like I said, since I don't do social media anymore, my mind is more open and more free than it used to be. And um, and I was sitting there thinking. I was like, wait a minute. If they are trying to make humans sterile and not reproduce and not get pregnant. How does that benefit the abortion clinics? Because they're the biggest contributors to the Democratic Party. Pretty right. much. If they if they can't get no dead babies, how are they going to benefit from sterilizing? So why would the left sterilize people if they're not going to if they it's going to affect the abortion clinic business? So I, I, that's what I said. I'm just asking questions. You know, that's also all I'm doing. Right. Because we all, I mean, everybody knows that the abortion, the abortion clinic field, the world, whatever, they are huge contributors to the Democratic campaign, to the Democratic Party, the lefties, you know, the progressives, you know, whatever you want to call these motherfuckers out there. They are huge contributors. So why would they give them money if they're not giving them dead babies? So, I mean, so I can't see that um, the government is trying to sterilize people if they're going to lose money from another, another right. source. So I, I like I said, those are just questions. Those are just questions. You know, that's all it is. Don't don't look at me. Like, don't get the hater raid out yet. Save the hater raid because I got some stuff coming up later on. Right now okay. we're just drinking the. Right now we're drinking the, drinking the full aid. That's all we're doing. Save the okay, hater raid. Right. Later on. So what you right. had? What you what you want to say? 
Okay, so what I have is my godmother sent me a video, and I'm in another group, you know, that uh, um, basically what it's talking about, there's a black woman who was a nurse that said she took the COVID-19 vaccine, right? Right. And it didn't make her strong, nah, but it said it did something to her. You ever heard of Bell's Palsy? Yeah, yeah. Now I heard, I heard that when it first came out, when uh, uh, it, it first hit it, uh, it was actually triggering um, small epileptic, um, you know, um, tremors and everything. And Bell's palsy was one of them. It happened to do something with um, the left side of the face being numb or something like that. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard that. So now this it actually happened to her. Yeah, it happened to her. Saying, saying, I actually saw the video of the lady. That is, and the lady was. Um, on there crying, talking about, you know, y'all don't take this vaccine, this vaccine, this happened to me, I had Bell's palsy and all of this, you know what I mean? Okay, well, like I said, my thing is also, I like to have proof of anything, you know, that's that's on my thing. So if she claims to have it, I have to go find it. I mean, my, my thing is, I like to see, you know, a doctor statement, a hospital report, you know, medical examination, you know, to confirm that she actually did have Bell's palsy, you know, I, that'd be my only thing. She can say she had it, then the, I can say I have ovarian cancer. Don't mean I did have it, you know. Right. Well, I'm saying, but I can say those things. So anybody can right. say I took the vaccine and got Bell's palsy. I I, I do get that concept yeah. because that was a big talk for a while. My, my thing is, I'd like to see the receipts on it. You know, I like to see the hospital records. That that that'd be the only thing. You know, oh, um, patient so and so had a mild case of Bell's palsy. You know. Doesn't say what he think, but had a, you know, long said, but anybody can say the thing. But yeah, I have heard that the Bell's palsy was one of the side effects of the vaccine when it came out. I did hear about that. Right. Right. But I mean, that kinda, that, that's, that's what kind of got me being kind of skeptical, kind of raised an eyebrow when I saw that video. I'm like, hmm, yep. I don't, I don't really want to, yep. do I really want that shot? Okay, hold on. When I was a kid, they told us that you had to get a vaccine for, um, what was it? Um, chicken pox, right? Yeah. Now, 30 years later, you had to get a vaccine because the chicken pox vaccine gave you shingles. So you got to get another vaccine to cure to kill the shingles. So, yeah, anytime they come out with these new vaccines or whatever, like I take flu shots because that's just a common thing, whatever. I ain't taken one in a couple of years because I per- I'm not saying I'm immune to shit, but I grew up eating dirt, drinking swamp water, you know. Eating right. shit that should not be eating. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that my immune system is, is, you know, above anybody else, but I am part lizard. I'm a hybrid, so I heal pretty quickly. I mean, I ain't Wolverine healing, you know, but I heal pretty quickly and I get over shit pretty quickly. But I mean, the idea that there's a vaccine for a flu that, okay, fuck you. I don't, I don't, it's not that I'm refusing, I'm not an anti vaxxer and I'm not a pro vaxxer. Right. My thing is, that's for you to decide. That's for you to decide if you want to take those things. That's that's all that is. Basically, form your own opinion. Right, right. If people want to take a vaccine because they think the COVID is, you know, going to kill them, whatever, that's on them. If people would refuse the vaccine because they think it's going to, you know, do something bad to them, that's on them. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I I have I have no say so either way. My personal opinion is I don't take shit because I think it's all bullshit anyway. Now, I have certain medications because I have two psychiatrists, well, I have a psychiatrist and a therapist, and I got a PCP, and I got these other doctors, so I got to take things for certain things. So, I, and I go study the um, side effects and the regiments and all that shit, so, <coughs> <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, 
<laughs> I do I do take medicine because I'm older right. now. My body is not functioning the way it did before. <clears throat> Damn, I'm getting muted again. But the idea is like you got to make a decision for yourself. That's that's all it comes down to. Can't no one should no one not influence you on what you need to take to be healthy, except right. you know a, a doctor. You know, but you got to get a study the doctor too, because Doctor Jackie Borkin was a doctor and look what the fuck he did. And I'm not saying he did bad. I'm just saying look what the fuck he did. You know, there's a lot of doctors out there that did things that were not on the up and up. Then there's doctors right. out there that really don't care about things. So my idea is like, if you get a doctor, you know, you should respect their opinion, but also do your own research. And it also comes down to uh, the legality of things. You know, yeah, I think there was a statement that we had made on the show in the past. Just because it's legal doesn't mean it's always right or something like that. Right, right. There it is. Well, just because it's legal does not mean it's fucking moral. You know, that's the whole thing. That is the that is the key to a lot of things, man. A lot of things. Just because it's legal don't mean it's moral. You know right. what I'm saying? All right. So I got something I want to talk about. All right, go ahead. All right. So, Rip, do you drink Coke or Pepsi? Oh, here we go. Sugar alert. Sugar alert. Ain't no sugar alert. No, ain't no sugar alert. Hang on, hang on a second. Ain't no sugar alert. Let me me clear my throat on that because now y'all get the haterade ready. Now y'all get the haterade and drink it the fuck up. Because I'm letting you know right now, I'm going to say some things that people are going to be like, that motherfucker. That direct the hater rate. Go ahead, go and drink it up. Go ahead. All right. Now, what was your, oh, what was your question, question again? Do what was you your question again? Coke or do you drink Pepsi? Well, I'm a Mountain Dew guy, so that's a Pepsi product. Now, okay. my lady drinks Coke Zeros. Okay. Well, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You got to be less white to drink Coke. Sorry, Rob. Nope. You got to be less white to work at Coca Cola, not drink Coke. Same thing. No, diff- big difference. Big difference. Big yeah, I saw what okay. they said. Okay, okay. Right, let's listen to, to what Rev has to say. I'm gonna think you no, might no, be no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Y'all still, I, I, want, I, I want everybody in the Fierce Universe to sip on the hater rate just a little bit longer. Don't take a big drink yet to sip on it a little bit longer. But um, give me your opinion on the whole scenario on being less white. I think it's bullcrap. Okay. Bullcrap. Rob, what do you think about it? I don't think it's right either. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, if you wanted to make a statement, you know, uh, I wouldn't That's say be place. less white. You know, I would make a statement like be more diverse. If you know what I mean. Okay. See, and that, and that's where everything. See, there's what I want. Start drinking that haterade more and more because I got I got things I got to say. Well, let's not. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let, before you before, before let me I'm gonna let you simmer for a little bit. I'm yeah. gonna let you simmer. I'm Okay. Now what I'm about to say is from what I've learned, Coke and Pepsi, they have different variety of flavors that are sold across several different countries around the world. And I believe in one of those big countries in, in Asia, I believe is Japan has their own flavors. Uh, right. Korea has their own flavors. Europe probably even Europe probably even has their own flavors, and then we have ours, you know. And then of course you got the flavors in Canada too, and wherever else, you know. Right. But anyway, going back to that statement, be more diverse sounds more, you know. Right. Yeah, how can I put it? 
sounds a lot nicer to me than be less like white. To, because, see, you know, my thing is, I like to have a training seminar where it says how to be less of an asshole. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There it is. Not, not a color, not a color, not a culture, not a race. How to be less of an asshole. And I can't see any more human being because y'all know me with the human condition. I, have, I point out all the time the human condition is fucked up. But how right. to be less of an asshole. That, that's my thing. Because I'm cool with people being assholes as long as you admit to yourself that you're an asshole. I, I'm an asshole. I know I am. I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm an asshole. But now here's the thing. <laughs> and take a big drink of that haterade, y'all. Basically, soda companies... Coke, Pepsi, RC, anybody out there that out there, they are selling you legalized poison. But yep. everybody's okay with that. But now everybody's okay with that because you know why? Because the poison tastes good. You know, no matter what it is, these sodas are bad for us. And our health-wise, they are generally bad for us. You know, that make our kidneys look like, you know, like um, fucking raisins or prunes. You know, I mean, they will fuck us up. They, they are legalized poisons, just like alcohol and tobacco, legalized poison. But now, I ain't nothing wrong with it because I like my alcohol, I like my cigarettes, and I like my sodas. No, no matter yep. if I drink diet or regular or zero or whatever, I'm still drinking legalized poison, bottom line. Right. But so they want the people that work in these companies to be less of a certain culture because they feel um, it, it, um, does it, it's not diverse with other cultures. All right. So now I, I I read that list. I read that list, and I, I cracked the fuck up. I cracked the fuck up. Y'all y'all know the list, right? Hold I on. know, but I want to say something first. Okay, go ahead. I made a I sort of made a meme of myself this weekend. Rob saw it. The picture yeah. I over where I took a picture a selfie with a Coke bottle and said, "I drank Coke and I still feel what." I cracked. <laughs> yes, yeah, I saw that. Oh, I heard I heard a couple of them. On what was it? Um. I don't know how to be less white, but I know, I know how to drink less Coke. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's funny. But now, check it out. Here, here's the list, okay? To be less white, be less oppressive, be less arrogant, be less certain, be less defensive, be less ignorant, be more humble, listen, and believe. Now, couldn't that go for a human being, not just a race or a color? Shouldn't yeah, more yeah, be that's like why that? I said. That's why I said what I said, be more diverse. Right. How to be less of an asshole, but not mm -hmm. less of a, you know, a certain color. Now, it's funny because right. I went and I um, read a couple articles out there on it. And Coca-Cola put out a statement because they're catching all kinds of shit for this. So they put a statement out there. And let me read this off to y'all real quick. Quote, unquote, because okay. these ain't my words. These are from Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola ensures that the material that circulates on social media is not a focus on the curriculum of our company. That's from Coca-Cola. Now, well, that's because uh, they forced their employees to go ahead and uh, take that training course. Well, now, that training course was offered on LinkedIn education platform. So since they've been having backlash, they've actually pulled that course from LinkedIn education. So that course is no wow. longer available. So it's it's out there. It's out there because like, they caught a lot of bullshit. So in my, my opinion, my opinion, if Coke would have put a statement out and says how to be less black, how to be less Latino, how to be less Asian, how to be less giraffe. Anybody they, you know what I'm saying? But anybody they targeted, anybody in that title would have fucking went straight ballistic and saying mm -hmm. that is racist. That is right. So they only call out white folks. So, I mean, my, in my opinion, just not because I'm Caucasian, because I'm not really full white, but just because I'm Caucasian on paper, I think it's bullshit because they're only calling out one culture. So, in my opinion, <clears throat> that is racism. 
Because now, in 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 the, I'm in the, in the hold on, because in the statement, this is what cracks me up the most, is that you need to break with apathy. Break with apathy. You know what apathy is? Apathy. Does anybody know what apathy is? I don't uh, know what the crap is it. Okay, it's called lack of interest. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, also, why people have lack of interest. Okay, awesome. No, no, okay, but here's here's the thing, though. They only said that, break with apathy. Apathy of what? That's the, here's the here's the thing. So, and the next statement was break with white solidarity. I had to go find that because that sounded um a what? little white solidarity. That sounds like okay. Hey. Yeah, yeah. See, and if people don't go look up what it is, they won't know. They'll think it's something totally different. So I'm I mean, getting, I know what white yeah. solidarity is, and okay. I don't, well, and I don't like to know what white solidarity is. Tell me what white solidarity is. Basically, yeah. standing with your own race and, you know, I don't like to say it, you know, pretty much being um, a white nationalist and nope, being part nope. of KKK. Close. You're close. You're close. But no, it's got nothing to do with white supremacy or white nationalism or anything like that. It got nothing to do with that at all. The idea of white solidarity, and it's actually they have Asian solidarity, they got black solidarity, they got other Latino solidarity. Basically, this is what solidarity, the fist thing in the air. No, 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 no. Here's what white solidarity is because the same person that gave that course in the LinkedIn for Coca Cola wrote a whole op ed on this thing, um, on white solidarity, and she's actually white. (laughs) And so she wrote a whole op ed on white solidarity, and it goes down to white is what they call white fragility. The idea is. If a white person says, well, I don't believe in racism. I don't believe that you know people are different. I believe that everybody should be included. I don't see – I see a man, not a black man or a white man. You know, I don't see people for color. I have a black friend. I have you know black family members. Those are people what they consider to be um, ap- apathetic. They're, they don't care about the um, oppression of the black people from the past 400 years. So they're pretty much ignoring the fact that there is racism. And so other white people get together and sit there and go, well, we really don't care about white, you know, um, about white segregation. All we want is people to live together. We want people to be free, people to get along, people, the people that that want people to get together is what they consider white solidarity, white fragility, because they're they're afraid to talk about racism. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who? Okay, who in their right minds don't want people to get together? And have a conversation about you know many a topics. They're not just right, but many a topics. Uh, who who in the right mind don't want people to come together and and share ideas and thoughts? Who don't want those things? Learn everybody's okay. cultures. Everybody culture may be different. Let's learn. Let's oh, that's what I'm saying. Things. Okay, but now when you say if you say something like okay, I want to learn from a different culture. I um I want to um you know recognize that include that. Then you're considered um, a white fragility. Your white fragility, because you're ignoring their, their, you're ignoring their oppression. And I'm like, no, what the fuck? So when I, my, my myself, just personally myself, when I have conversations with friends or even strangers about how you know slavery first started, you know we um, African tribes in Africa sold other black people to the Europeans. They robbed. But now, but now that's historical fact, though. But now when I bring there, like, well, we can't talk about that. We talk about, you know, racism in America. So they say, so they say, we're not, so they, they try to ignore that conversation there. So they want to talk about slavery in America. Okay. 
You know who the first slave owner in America was? Black. Uh, a black guy. Black. A black guy. A black dude owned another black dude, brought him to a party in Virginia, and the white folks went, hey, where do I get one of them at? You know? That's where that started. But now if you talk about those things, people don't want to talk about them because it it, it offends them. It makes them mad because it's a historical fact. So now here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. So when white people don't want to talk about a certain topic, it's called white solidarity because a bunch of them get together and don't want to discuss those topics. So now if another culture doesn't want to talk about those topics, what is that called? <laughs> you know, so so it cracks me up that this whole statement about being less white is how to not ignore racism, to it to address it, to talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it in full context, not just parts of it, full context, historical all the way back to the beginning of time. You know, let's talk about that. No, no, but see, people want to talk about, you know, only certain parts of it. And I understand that concept. I really do. My, my thing is I really don't talk about it because I just want people to be with each other. You know, like I said, you ain't you can't love everybody. It's physically impossible to love everybody. It's OK to hate people. Just don't act on it with violence. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, well, I've had those too late for me. I've had those thoughts already. I've acted on it, but I've had those thoughts already. Uh, same thing. I, 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 hey, when I was talking about, about those thoughts, and I told him some piece of advice. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, because I mean, you you still can have hate in your heart for different things. Like I said, summertime comes in Georgia. I got sweat rolling down the crack of my ass and the back of my balls. I hate that shit. I walk out my I walk out my living room. I walk in my kitchen in the middle of the night and there's a cockroach. I hate that shit. I step in a pile of cat shit. I hate that shit. Now you can't love those things. And the same thing goes with people. That's why I say the human condition is where it is. We are fucked up. So how do we become less of an asshole instead of less of a culture? You know what I'm saying? That's the whole thing. And if you go and and I've heard and I've heard stories that if you know a white guy go watches BET and and um Portrays the things he see on BT. He's still in that culture, or well, someone- hey, I like BT. I yeah, like so, yeah. Hey, I like Tyler Perry's movies. I mean, hello. I like Eddie Murphy. No. I like uh, Richard Pryor. I mean, come on now. I can name. But him I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So the idea they put that statement up, how to be less white. They should have said how to be more diverse. You know, I just said that, Ram. I, that's what that's what I'm I'm trying to back you up on. Is what okay. they should have come out with is how to be right. more diverse. That's what they should have done. You know, <laughs> instead of saying how to be less of one culture, because they would have said anybody else, people would have straight jumped up racist. People would have jumped hey, up hey, systemic. Hey, you know, this and that. Oh, that racist word been flying around a lot. Oh. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, he yeah. just did this. He just did that. He's a racist. Oh, right. So what they should have did, what they should have did was how to be more diverse. Is what they yeah did. yeah more you're right. That that that's what they should have done. That's was, what they should have done. Something? Go ahead. I don't care. Okay, so you know, here's the thing: a black man created video games. A black woman created GPS, and we all use what GPS? We all use video games. In our modern day lives, and we have them to think. So, is it racist? According to yeah. Coke, there's there's a there's a good there's a good there's a good um point right there because you did point out you know um a black person did this a black person did but so you recognize the black um improvement uh, through through America. Hold on. So now, if I say that a person 
you know, did this and person did that, right? Then I'm what they call white fragility because I'm ignoring the fact that it was a culture that did it. But now my thing is also I'm a humanist. You know, I'm a secular humanist. I believe in the human condition because I know it's fucked up. I recognize it for what it is. So, yeah, I I see a person for skin color, but I also see them as a person, though. That does not mean I believe in white solidarity or white fragility. It doesn't mean I ignore the oppression because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm I'm giving you a straight fucking honest belief in my heart. Okay, anybody above a certain class level with money is the oppressors because it doesn't matter if you're white, black, yellow, brown, polka dot. If you got money. Then you make the rules. The people that make the rules yep. are trickling down to the ones that don't have the fucking money. And mm-hmm. guess what? The ones, the ones that don't have the money, the ones that are in poverty, the ones that live in the low, lower income communities are not just black. They are Latino. They are Asian. And they are Caucasian. Bottom line. Yep. Same. Yeah. We all yep. struggle. We all struggle. But, you know, my biggest thing is this right here. You got somebody that, you know, has all this money, goes and commits a crime. Right, right. Get like two two months in jail. I'm referring to Gordon Laughlin. Lori Laughlin. Got a woman who was voting in the state of Texas, even though she was a convicted felon and got five years. Where's the logic? We're known to ride. I'm not throwing skin color in there either. Right, that's what I'm saying. But now, say that. Okay, okay. There's another good thing. Rob, you are an African American black guy lives in Kentucky. Get whole nine yards. I mean the the epitome of what they call Black America. All right. Wait. If you were to say, "Oh, I'm not. I, I don't see a person of color. All I see is a person." Is that black solidarity? Is that black fragility? So yeah, the, the whole thing with Coca-Cola is where they fuck up is they should have said how to be more diverse, how to be more mm-hmm. inclusive. These are some of the things, and that should go for everybody, everybody, okay. not just one culture. Right. That's where they right. fucked up. Go ahead. I got a question. All right. I had Rob at my wedding as my best man. What would you consider that? That's what they consider white solidarity. When yeah. you make a statement, when you make a statement, I got a black friend or I got black family members or um, I invited a black man to my wedding. That's what they consider white fragility. But you They want you to not the say those things. They Me want, and Rob they want, might not be blood brothers, but you know what? I still consider him family. I still consider him. Oh, I, I, we are not. I first. respect that. That's what I'm talking about, though. That was the whole point behind the white solidarity. They want white people to stop saying, oh, I got a black friend. I invited a black friend to my house. I invited a black friend to my wedding. I got a black friend. I consider family. They want people to stop saying those things. Why? Why I do they want people to say that? Like I invited a black guy to my wedding. I looked at it as a, I'm by my family member. I, 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 I know, but see, that's my point behind this whole statement they put out. When when a white person says something like that, they consider that white fragility because they're oh. afraid to recognize. Now, it's funny because now we talked about double standards before. All right. They, they figure it's a way to not recognize the person as a black person. But yet, yet. If you turn the color blind and don't see a black person, you are also a white solidarity. <laughs> and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. I'm going to tell you how to be. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you an honest answer on how to be less white. Turn Facebook off. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm giving you. Oh, yeah, that's one idea. That's if one idea. Not, if you're not done with the hate rage yet. Uh, you got some more haterade drinking on right now. You want to hate on the red, right? I am totally cool with that. Right on the back of a twenty dollar bill, send it to me. I will talk about mm-hmm. it. There is a huge disclaimer because we did talk about a lot of shit tonight. 
Well, I got one more topic to bring up before we end this thing. Well, yeah, we run into that time, so I mean, it's a long time because we are at 58 minutes. It ain't a long topic. No, it's not. It's just a more of a question kind of topic. All right, well, say before we get before we get onto that, let's just get it out of the way. Like I said, this whole thing that they brought out, they they fucked up because they are making it more predominant than what it is. Now, there's so much going on in this world that people want us to be separated, but they want us to come together. Get your fucking pants on and shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, but we'll move on from there. I'm, if your hater rate is done, take a sip of the full aid now. Let's get back to what JD's got to say. Okay. So, can a potato recognize its own gender? Oh, no. We, no, we can't. That, that, <laughs> that's, that's, a long, that's another topic. That's a long topic because, long topic because something else happened weekend with some gender. Okay. I really don't want to get into the gender topics because there's some people out there that are getting really pissed off for reasons that don't make no fucking sense whatsoever. I like to hold that for next week if I don't mind. I mean, really? I like to hold that. No, no. I like to hold that topic for next weekend if you don't mind. I don't mind, but I mean, I'm just saying a potato, though. It's not a potato. It's a toy. The potato itself is not the one in question. It's the toy itself. Ah, gotcha. All right. But yeah, I like to have that conversation about the, the, the potato head situation and about the gender sports and other transgender because there are some things going on right now that people are getting pissed off for and they're, they're, it's making them real hateful. And it and it's 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 not scaring me, but I'm just like, damn, did we not learn anything over this past year? Did we not learn anything? But I'm seeing more and more of people just showing their ignorance. You know, and it's and it's it's um it's heartbreaking. It it really is. Right. But I like to touch on that t- um, subject next weekend, though. Yeah, let's do that. But until then, we're gonna get up out of here. Um, really, really good time to have JB and JD back tonight. Really good subjects and everything. And like I said, y'all keep an eye out for Retromania. Um, it's on the stream stream network on the PC, oh, right? Uh, Steam, which is a PC Steam, download, Steam. game download right. thing. You, you buy it will be coming, and it will be coming to the console. Dollars. It's coming to the consoles later. Yes, it's for okay. one I've told. And he will be putting a video out, review right out on his um YouTube channel, and it is YouTube what? It is YouTube.com slash Iceman twenty four three sixty. And if you want to check out Gaseous Clay's channel, he can announce it now. Okay, so come check out my channel. I'll be doing you know bus what's content. Your channel, what's your channel name? It's under the it's under the channel name Gaseous Clay, you know, right now. But I have like a link in the description to like the different bus I'll be shooting footage of. And I might even throw a little bit of extra rail footage in there if I catch a train coming along. Who knows? Yeah, throw, throw your link, throw your link in the group so they can, everybody can find it, you know. Because right now Robert's our main distributor. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's got the job put the put the show out there. All I do is download it. Edit it. I work on trying um, to get post production. Right. No, but I'm saying, but Rob is our distributor. So yeah, Rob, you want to put your channel up on the group? That'd be cool. Let everybody know what's going on. Yep. And uh, like, I distribute where I can because I'm not. I mean, I'm in a No Rules Podcast group, and I'm in another group, and then you know, I'm in other groups as well. But I'm not in the, in the other podcast groups. If I need to join another podcast group just to get the show further out there, I will. 
That's yeah, that's up to you. That's up. Yes, yeah, your call. You know, um, like I said, anything you want to put it on, send it out to everybody. But y'all can't find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spreaker, Anchor. I mean, we're all over the place. But until then, we are going to get out of here. I want to say good night to the folks, and we had a wow, good night. Good night. Right. Good night.